Welcome, dear adventurers, to the Adventurer's Alcove, a realm where imagination knows no bounds. Grab your dice and ready your spells, for we're about to embark on a journey through a world brimming with magic, mystery, and might. I'm your host, Jacob Castillon, guiding you through a rich tapestry of epic tales and daring feats. As we traverse enchanting realms where heroes are forged and destinies are shaped, sharpen your swords, steady your bows, and prepare your wits. And let's delve into the enchanting depths of the Adventurer's Alcove. Today, we're joined with Catherine Jordan. Hello, my name is Catherine Jordan. I will be playing Ilsa von Nielsen III. Live, laugh, love, and eat some cheese. Brandon Roberts. Hello, my name is Brandon Roberts, and I'll be playing the part of Biron Jorgensen. The little one likes to drink, and I like to drink water. Stay hydrated. Deepu Kumar. Hey, everyone, I'm Deepu Kumar. I'm going to be playing Gar Galaxy, and I'm just excited to play some tunes for you guys. Cassidy Kumar. Hi, I'm Cassidy Kumar, and I will be playing your swashbuckling pirate Angelica Windrubber, and let's see how many things we can set on fire. And George Brandlin. George Brandlin here, how you doing? Uh, I will be playing the role of John Buchanan Mills, a lawman with a troubled past, as is the lawman's way. All right, everybody, let's get into the Adventurer's Alcove. The sun rises over an untamed land of primordial earth painting the skies with hues of pink and gold. Suddenly, five portals open up, swirling vortex, as one by one, each of you are pulled from your time period into this new prehistoric, or should I say old prehistoric land. You all tumble out, nearly at the exact same time, falling and being pulled. First one who would make it to their feet, most likely, would be a dwarf, Dwarven man, Bjorn Jorgensen. Can you please describe your character? Bjorn Jorgensen is sitting at a towering, absolutely fantastic height of about four foot six. He is currently wearing um, a shirt fashioned of different silks and leathers, although at the moment it's currently tattered to where it's akin to more of a toga than a shirt. Because it's fashioned like a toga, he is not wearing pants. Or is he wearing shoes? But what he does have that is a little important to everyone is the great axe resting on his back and the peculiar little feather sitting on his ear. The next person who would be tumbling out would most likely be Gar Galaxy. I'm Gar Galaxy. I am six feet tall, 200 pounds, platinum blonde, beautiful pompadour. Wearing a floral shirt, covered by a nice little vest, some fitted pants, and the boots with the fur. Gar, as you tumble out, you would see this dwarven man standing before you. Is there anything you want to tell him? That's the last time I drink from that bar. Where did you come from? Who are you? Who are you? you? I, I asked first. You look like a leprechaun. Was that an insult? Don't worry about it. It flew over your head. No, I'm going to... Well, that's another one. It's a little too late for that. What... What are you? I'm a half-elf. What are you? Dwarf. It's not obvious. Never seen one of you. You've never seen a dwarf. You've never seen a half-elf? No, because all I've seen are dwarves. I'm from a dwarven village. I don't think that's common sense. I, I, I don't think that's that's wrong. My real question is, what are you wearing? These are 
were royal garbs of the Ice Fury clan. My clan. At this moment, a nether rift shoots out a tall elven woman. Ilsa, please describe yourself. So Ilsa is seven foot five, and she's tumbling down. There are clings of jewelry around her. She is clearly of noble nature as well. She has long white hair that is that seemingly had recently um, been cut and it's layered as well and it's medium length. And she wears a white undercoat with bishop's um, sleeves paired with a U-neck vest in black. And she has a black skirt that conceals a cage-like structure that gives the dress more volume as well. And she has black stockings and fancy looking boots. And she's holding this velvet choker in her hands as she's tumbling out of this portal. And she has a hand on her head, just dazed of what just happened. Oh. What the hell is that? Yeah, what? So Ilsa is putting on the necklace back on and looking up to see Gar and Bjorn. Who are you? Who are you? What are you? She starts to like stand up she needs to. She stands up, and she is towering down at the two of them, basically. I'm I'm Ilsa von Nielsen third, and I was just in my room packing, and then I found my necklace, and then I came through here. Right, 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 right. Well, we'll 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 get back to that in a second. Why are you the size of two of me? Are you wearing stilts? stilts no these and then she kind of like lifts up her skirt a little bit and it's clearly her legs they're they're there she's tall this is normal height and i'm technically the shortest one of my family you're the what the shortest i'm the sh- i'm the shortest Are you one of my an... family yes what did you say you were a uh, half 12 i'm i'm a hot i'm a high oh, i'm a high so elf you must know him then no. No, but didn't you didn't you say that I didn't you say I that you were an elf? I don't know him. And I'm a half that's elf. An, and that's an elf. That's a full elf. Apparently. And what are you? What take a guess. Mmm Dwarf? <gasps> you do have a brain up there with the clouds and the gods and whatnot. I've met a couple. And then she just shrugs. I just started calling him slurs. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he called me something that started with an L. Led, led, led. I let him sound it out. It was probably <laughs> it was probably something that made fun of my height. And I don't appreciate it. Understandable. As you argue, the next portal, a tallish man, human, comes stumbling out. Not tumbling, like some of the rest of you, but definitely caught off guard and off balance a little bit. John, can you please describe yourself? Happy to. So, John Buchanan Mills is your average man. Just uh, about six foot. Slim, thick, not slim, thick, that's not right. Uh, Slim built, like, 1950s, like, tough man, kind of, like, barrel chest a little bit. Just typical cowboy garb. 
flat cowboy hat, got the vest with the shirt with the sleeves rolled up to about yeah, mid arm, I'd say. Little pack of smokes in there, big old belt, holster, a pistol, dusty pants, dusty shoes, the whole cowboy bit ripped right from a western. You come stumbling out seeing a dwarf, a half-elf, and a gigantically tall elf all arguing and fighting with each other. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, hey everyone, just, so what's the just difference calm between down a, a second. What the hell's going on here? There's another who one. Who are you? He asked first. I'm Gar Galaxy. <laughs> who, but who are Yo, you? What? Gar Galaxy. The galaxy was named after me, and don't you forget it. The hell is a galaxy? Galaxy? The fuck? Well, the hell? I mean, I expected it to go over the little one's head, but not this guy, yeah. too. No, same. What the? You must not like walking. No, no, this ain't right. None of this is right. What the? Good lord, you're tall. Hello. I'm I'm Ilsa von Nielsen III. It's nice to meet you. We're just talking about that. She's like two of me. Or do you think she's three of me? Mm, I don't really care. Um. Well, I... What Your guess is about as good as what mine. What is going on here? Yeah. Better question, are what are all of you wearing? This is normal attire. I always have clean this... duds when I put on a performance. Yeah, what are you talking about? There is so much wrong with this. Um, this guy, what? I'm not even going to. Normal attire? You're all wearing different things and calling it normal attire. I mean, is, isn't what you're wearing not your normal attire? Wait, normal no! Attire? Talking from a toga wearing. I was revered. Fear amongst my clan. Hmm. Until things happened, people died, and now I am exiled from said clan, but that's not important. We're just telling everybody everybody's secrets now. Okay, my name's John, but that's all you're going to get until I figure out what the heck's going on here. After John says that, the last portal, finally something happens it starts to shimmer and move and swirl in a odd way odder than what bjorn you've seen anybody else's and then suddenly blasted out rolling on her side and tumbling on the ground you see angelica windrobber angelica can you please describe yourself okay so angelica has black hair, nice and curly. She's got suntan skin from years at sea. She's wearing a white linen shirt. Over it, she has a dark green long wool coat. It's a captain's coat. She has a black tricone hat with a very large white feather and a silk around her waist carrying a very narrow long sword. I suppose that's what is wrong with you elves? Or half-elves or quarter at whatever? I think the real question is, why was yours different than the others that we've seen? That is a good question. Others? Yes, Wait, clearly. Y'all came through my thing? I would assume. I mean, I think so. Are you not talking to me? Who else oh. would we be talking to? Everyone's looking in your direction. I, uh, where is my ship? I was on a ship. Now I'm not on a ship. Where is Sh- my ship? Oh my God. Okay, I know that word. Um, I, don't, I don't see any ships. Does not appear to be any water nearby. What ship are you talking about? I was on a ship. Now I'm a not 
Oh yeah, real conversationalist here. Who are you? We asked first. Oh, I'm not telling you who I am. I need to know where my ship is. Did you take my ship? Is this your fault, tiny man? Now, now how the... Now listen here. What you're not going to do is is accuse me of crimes I obviously cannot commit. Oh, how right, the fuck right. am I supposed to... Everyone, calm down. It's clearly as light as day that we all came from different places. Maybe kind of around the same time, clearly not, but... We all don't know where we were until now. Or the in-betweens of it to be here. Well, perhaps that's something I can help you with. I... And... What? As the portals disappear, there's standing a woman. She seems to be locked into the earth. She's there, but not there. She's tall. She has an ethereal-like presence. She is beautiful but also intimidating. Parts of the shimmering flat bits of earth that she's shining through look like glass and shined or polished. She looks like she's fractured or broken in places. And she smiles as if she's been just enjoying watching each of you go about your business and struggling. Bjorn's gonna brandish his, his great axe. Is this another elf? Who might no. you be? Ah, yes. What in the fuck? Tower Nation? Well, welcome, adventurers. As that's what you will be called from now on as you travel through time. My name is Rayela. I'm a temporal guardian. Did you guardian. travel through time? Yes, absolutely. And she smiles. She looks to be made up of something strange strange to all of you she shines and shimmers i am here to guide you a bit on where you need to go and what you need to do you've each been chosen for this for your individual i should say skill set but really it's because when we looked through time you were the ones most suited to this as odd Suited. as you may think that is. You'll be ready. Sorry, you look I... through what? No, no. Now, hold on. You... I got something to say. Did you bring us here? <laughs> it seems like many of you are confused, and I understand. Uh, no, I personally didn't bring you here. But it is my job or position to guide you. You've been pulled through time to the beginning. Well, as far back into the, the beginning, beginning as you time. can handle. I don't have time for this. Sending me back. What? Uh, Who do you think you are? Beginning of the world. What? Yeah, the, yeah no, that's, no. That's a little confusing. I have a lot of things to be worrying about right now. <clears throat> this is not one of them. Take me back. Trust me, all of you. And her tone gets more sinister or strict. You don't have anything to go back to. Not after Vinder broke through time and placed himself in charge at all points in history. No. Do you understand? The places that you came from, the places that you believe you came from don't exist anymore. We saved you. And if you want to ever go back, you need to do as we say, to do as I say. I can't follow you. When Vinder broke time, he broke me. I'm shattered. I can't leave, but I can guide you. 
I can tell you where you need to go, and I sense chronological magic nearby. And if you go to those places, you can find different parts of how to fix this. Do you want to fix this? Do you want to go home? Do you want to go to your ship? This is not my problem. This is yours. You're the broken one. Not me. No. You don't have a place to go back to. Do you want your ship? Aye. Your ship doesn't exist right now. Not with time being fractured the way it is. That didn't make any bit of sense. Time moves strangely. I see this is beyond many of you. Hmm. Hmm. This is an old instrument. I, I've... Where are we? You are in the past. I, I, you're in primordial times. These are the times when, before magic, when shamans started to first scratch the surface of the Arcanum. This is the time when dinosaurs roam. This is the time when first tribes began to group together. This is where you are, and if you don't fix it now, nothing in the future will be set in place. Do you not understand this? Is this beyond you? And why should we care? What is a dinosaur? Because your tribe doesn't exist. You were never there. We pulled you from a timeline that was going to be destroyed because of Vinder. Do you understand that? Your timeline doesn't exist anymore. Your family never existed. Nothing existed. Do you understand? Who is Vinder? Vin- What? Who? Vinder yeah, who the hell? was somebody who was trusted and decided that they had a grander scheme of things. They had a grander idea. They placed themselves in charge at every pivotal moment to try to guide humanity. Guide all of you. Stop, 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 stop. Trusted by who? By you? Is it your fault that my clan my is gone? Fault. Your fault? That everybody, that everybody's families are gone? I, my family's been gone, but you know. Oh my god. Well, we don't talk about you then. No, Her ship I is did torn. not destroy everything. Your families will be fine if you just do as you're guided. You just told us that they no longer Time exist. Is strange for you, Wait, isn't it? Hold on. Look, they don't exist right now. They will be in the future. Things will be fixed if you fix them. I can't fix them. I've been shattered. But you can bring us here to do your dirty work. I My didn't bring that you right here. She said she didn't. How can I we didn't fix bring you? you here. You fix me by going through where I told you. You go to the tribe. There is a strong pull of chrono magic there. Do you um. understand? There's a strong pull of chrono magic there. I cannot leave here. You go there and you find out what is being done there. It is not meant to be here. I will guide you to the places where things are not meant to be. I will guide you to the places where things are wrong so they will be fixed. You're saying this tribe did this? Excuse me? I have a question. Go ahead, ma'am. I apologize. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, why does it have to be us? Because I, why you just happen to be in the right place at the right time to be plucked and saved. Would you rather that it was what someone do? else? 
somebody else? Because yes. you would not exist yes. right now if it was somebody else. You wouldn't wait, be wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. So you, you are saying oh, that if you did not pull us from our timelines, it could, it could, we could have been gone. But what the and then somebody else uh, would have had to have picked something. You were just in the Dude. right place at the right time to be plucked from your homes, from history, from time, and brought here. Well, and you I'm don't a firm believer. Who brought us you here? You were brought here by parts of me. Not me in particular. Because oh. I was shattered, I am all over the place and I can't control anything. Convenient. Some I think she's trying to help us time or whatever you Clearly are. there's there's a problem in time and it's crazy and all this stuff. But all right. if she's go broken to a tribe. One at a yeah. time. Yeah, the tribe do this. One they got answers time. more than you. One at a time, one at a time. Cowboy, mm. please go. But name's John, you should know that for pulling me through time apparently thank you the hell's a cowboy? this tribe will have answers the tribe has pulled magic that is chrono magic it is magic of time this is a prehistoric time where they're just starting to understand that fire is hot they shouldn't have the ability to do anything with time but they do they do and you need to go and find out why and you need to go and bring that back to me. Fine then. Where is it so we can beat it out of them and get it over and get this over with? <laughs> yes, ma'am. She have smiles a for a moment at the the question as she's locked behind stone. I can give you directions. I cannot give you a map. I cannot give you anything physical. Oh, so you are supposed to be the one to guide us there? You can't even do that right. Now, how will we keep in touch with you? You can take a piece of the stone if you need to, and I can reach you. Or you can just come back here. See, these are I questions that, that are actually useful. Mm. You still haven't told us what the damn village is, or a clan, or whatever. Hold on. I, I got this. Now, ma'am. Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Easy there. Let me do some talking real quick. Now, may I get this stone, ma'am? Absolutely. <laughs> the village is to the northeast... You'll travel for close to a day. This is as close as we could get you. You'll travel to the north northeast. You'll cross swamplands. I suggest stopping before you get to the swamplands for the evening. And then after you get to the swamplands, go east, straight east, for another half a day. You should reach where you're going. The Verdant Claw Clan is there. Verdant Claw Clan. Claw Claw. Verdant Claw Clan. Verdant Claw Clan. Should have just led with that. I'm sorry for the inconvenience that you are each put on. Mm -hmm. But for now, you are the greatest asset we could muster to combat. Somebody who is trying to install themselves as the de facto leader of all of time from each of your places. Your clan would never have existed. It would have been him. It would have been his clan. You would have been serving him. Your... Your Jorgensen serves no man. I agree. Or woman. And I think that it is or a fantastic thing. You do not understand the things that you are going to do in your life. This is why you are chosen. Not because of who you are now. Not for any of you for who you are now. But for who you are meant to be. 
and what you are meant to achieve. How do you know? That's it? fucking great. And to fix your shortcomings. Because I am a piece of time. Do you understand what? I am a piece of time. I know bits of everything. I, I've been shattered, so I can't tell you everything because I don't know everything until I'm put back together. That's convenient for you. Is there anything we need to know about this tribe? Ah, yes. This tribe is superstitious. This tribe is untrusting. As they should be when most things on the planet will try to eat them. Good God. Fair. <laughs> right. Not a problem at all. Northeast, you said, yes? Yes. If you take one of my stones here that are polished... I can communicate to a lesser degree, but it would be just in breaking me even further. Eh, not my style. And Bjorn's gonna point over to Gar. You! You said you'd wanted the stone. Get it. Gladly. I go and grab the, I go and grab the stone. Okay. So you go and you s smash into the rock to try to break off another piece of stone. Uh, please roll an attack All for the right. first roll of the campaign. Okay. Woo! I got a 14. 14. Easy enough. Uh, roll damage, please. All right. Two. You stab into it with your chef's knife, and a piece of the stone breaks off, and the rest of you physically see her wince in pain as another piece of her is broken, so that way ah, you can geez. have a piece of her with you. I'll bring this back. I appreciate it, and... This is a trying time for all of us. I'm as frustrated as you. This just happened to me as it has just happened to you, as it has just happened to all of me. I'm sorry for being short. It's all right, I Apologize guess. Apologize for our less than pleasant <clears throat> attitude, I suppose. I think one piece of stone should suffice, no? I don't apologize for anything. Speak for yourself. Well, does that mean you Speak guys all agree yourselves. to hang out together? Because, uh, you know, if we lose communication, we're kind of lost from her, and uh, I feel like we need her to get home. So. As much as I want to disagree, you have a point, uh, elf half It's Gar, Ling. Bjorn. <laughs> it's Gar. Like Cigar. Man. Do you guys have a cigar? No. I can go to Stogie as much as the next it. man. Sure. Y'all, you two are just saying words. Can we point. get on I with it, please? This. I really want to just get back home. What the tall lady said. Onward! And Bjorn is going to start heading northeast. Okay. Uh, Bjorn, as you travel, you are enveloped in a warm, thick, wet, humid air. It is hot, humid. There are gigantic plants that you have never even thought could have, met, could have existed before. There are birds and animals everywhere. Where you come from, it's much colder. It's much more subdued than this. There's the silence of snow around you. This is a bombardment to your senses. Please it's roll always, a D20 survival check. Always this hot here. Bjorn's gonna like start uh, like fashioning his to, his his uh, his cloak or not his cloak, his shirt to just wrap around his waist. And you said survival, correct? Yes. That is a 13. A 13. That is correct. While traveling past all of these strange plants and odd-looking creatures, you, you see a 
gigantic centipede. It is larger than any tree you've ever seen. On its side, just covered in legs. Some sort of massive millipede crashes in front of you, trampling through the forest. Good food. A brandishes the great axe. Is this is it's is it relatively close to me? Is it like directly in front of me? It is relatively close. You could decide to try to hide from it. You could try to fight it. You could do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um. Seeing its size, Bjorn's going to play this a little bit smart. Um. And he is going to try and approach it while trying to remain not being seen. Um. Gar. You would probably be the one who would understand this reference the most out of all of them. This millipede or centipede or strange bug is roughly the size of one and a half school buses long and similar in size around. And you see Bjorn get low like he's going to try to possibly attack this. I run up to grab him and stop him mid-jump. I'm going to re- I'm going to resist. All right, so let's roll some opposing grapple checks. Can let me? What are you doing? I, I I don't think we should just jump at the first thing we see. Just hold on real tight. Why would we do that? It's hot as everything here. We need food. You eat a bug. That is food. I am not. Oh, I understand. Eat whatever I need to to live. I can prep that very well. Oh, suddenly somebody's too good to eat bugs. Why your ship is don't talk about doesn't my exist. Ship. Anyway, so about that check. Um Yeah. My you said it was a opposing strength, correct? You can use strength or uh you can or, use a strength athletics or a dexterity acrobatics to try to avoid being grappled. Okay. And Gar, you have to use a strength check. Alright, so my role was a dirty twenty. Fourteen. Okay. Uh so Gar, you quickly seeing the size of this this bug see that uh, Bjorn is about to try to attack it and you rush up and try to grapple and hold him back and Bjorn you just muscle your way out from his grip and push him away and start charging towards this gigantic bug that not charging we are approaching nope. without approaching excuse we're approaching me. without with, with, while attempting to not be seen but before that, we'll say instinctively just for flavor purposes, as Bjorn breaks the grapple, he's going to like turn around and stop his great axe right before it would it would hit Gar, if that is okay. Yeah. Don't get in my way. And he's going to turn back and continue to approach the gigantic insect. All right, roll a stealth check if you're going to try to sneak up on it. Oh, that's not great. Um... One second. Um, where's my self? There it is. Um, that's a four. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for the campaign. No Thanks way. for joining us. <laughs> uh, can I cast blind? You're gonna die. Can I, pass- Good can I cast blindness? Um, so you, who are you casting blindness on? The centipede. On the centipede. Yeah. Uh, you can try. Yeah. Uh, what sort of save does the centipede need to make? I'm just imagining Bjorn just has the great axe and he's just crunching any like <laughs> vegetation that's under his feet. <laughs> I'm so sneaky. Either way, I rolled terribly. So, <laughs> <laughs> woo! Didn't matter. Bjorn lives. So, 
The centipede turns towards you, Bjorn, as you think you're stealthing. And it turns its gigantic body, making a long loop, following this train or succession of limbs. And it looks at you and rears up as if to attack. And suddenly its eyes glaze over white. And it starts to spin and look in left to right in both directions as if, as if it's lost you. Ah! Even better! Oh. And Bjorn's no, gonna swing no, it. Don't piss it off. All right. Roll to hit. That. Uh, 17 on the die. 22 to hit. That definitely hits. All, All right. right. For a total of... Nine points of damage. Okay. Uh, everybody roll for initiative. Yeah, good for grief. Combat of the campaign. I brought actual I brought actual dice this time, guys. Ooh. Oh my god. Ooh. I got a nine. Oh, yeah. oh wait, we already did never mind. Okay, twenty-five to twenty. <laughs> Don't raise your hands, they can't hear you. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Yeah. You know, I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, nat 20. Nat 20. Okay, and what's your dexterity? Dexterity, I believe, is a plus one. It is indeed a plus one. And Gar, you got a nat 20 as well? As well. But my dexterity, what's your dexterity? is a zero. Okay, so it'll go Bjorn. Speedy dwarf. Speedy dwarf. Uh, yes. 20 to 15. Me too. Got a 15. Okay. Uh, Angelica, what is your dexterity? Plus three. Plus three? Angelica, or not Angelica, Ilsa, does your dexterity beat that? No, minus plus two. Okay. So then it'll go Angelica, and then Ilsa, and then John, and then a massive centipede. I've never fought a giant bug before, but... I gotta bring up the rear. What the hell is this thing? It's food! All right, Bjorn, you're up. Everybody complaining about, oh, we don't need food. We need to get to the village. We need to get to the village to survive! And while he's going on this rant, he's just gonna get angry and angry and fly into a rage. Okay. And what does it look like when you rage, since you are an ancestral barbarian? When Bjorn rages... From just the perspective of everyone else so so far, um, it would just look like a very, very tiny man getting very, very, very angry. Um, but if they were to pay attention, they would see um, a couple, literally a couple, two to be precise, of wisps just floating around him, starting from his feet and working their way up. As they progress, as they progress higher and higher, and getting brighter and brighter, it's it's like two baby blue ethereal lights come around him as he gets angrier and angrier, and they get brighter as he continues to get angrier. Okay, so you rage. Everybody wants to complain about getting food. Well, guess what? We're going to get food. And Bjorn's going to take a heavy swing at the centipede. Okay. And I do have a question. Um, because it's blinded, are there any advantages to this for me or no? It has, it has disadvantage to hit. It you. has disadvantage. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. All right. So that attack. Ooh. 
Does he 15 hit? No. Oh, that's no good. We're seeing how smart this party is as they come across a multiple buzz size bug. <laughs> Attack it. We needed food, a... so we get food. What's so the difference between getting food, food and not dying right away? I wonder what the meat tastes like. And being food. Guard. Well, well, if we kill it, we won't have to worry about that. Now will we? Now shut okay. up and hit it. Six seconds each for for conversation when it's on your turn. Gar, you are up. I go to try to cut the neck off of it and completely behead it with my chef's knife. Okay. <laughs> Does an 11 hit? No. I'm doing great. Don't we hit it once? Do <laughs> <laughs> we hit it once? Do you have a bonus action? I do not. <laughs> okay. Angelica, you're up. All right. Angelica's going to use fog cloud and say, run! Okay, so Gar and uh, Bjorn, you, you both try to attack. Bjorn more out of the need for keeping everybody safe and also having food for later. Angelica steps forward and both her hands fly out from left to right and the ground is covered in fog in all directions. None of you can see past the tip of your nose, but the fog is so thick that you know that this thing can't see you either. And she screams, run. Angelica, do you run in a random direction? Which way do you go? Um, I'm going, what was it? What direction were we headed? Southeast Northeast. Or Northeast. Northeast, I, I run Northeast. <laughs> All right, so you just take off north in the northeastern direction, the direction that you were supposed to go to begin with. Ilsa, it's your turn. I, Ilsa, Ilsa can't see this thing anymore. Like the, it's, it's been no. Well, Ilsa's gonna no. take her long dress in her arms and she's gonna start following Angelica out of there and starts like, like, just rampantly speaking French and and just panicking because she didn't even want to eat the bug in the first place, to be honest. <laughs> she it would have been morally disgusted, in all honesty. So she's running toward, with Angelica. <laughs> yep. Okay. You use all of your yep. movement to, to run in the northeastern direction. John. Oh, boy, howdy. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grumble to myself. I can't see a damn thing. It couldn't see us earlier. What the? fuck are these people doing? I'm gonna start just running the same direction, northeast. Hopefully I saw someone through, I can't see anybody but footsteps, I guess, know which way northeast is and try to get out of the fog too. After a little bit, when you take off running, you break through the fog cloud and you are able to see the others just a little ahead of you and you just bolt in their direction. The centipede is going to try to take an attack on on Bjorn at disadvantage. Come forth. This place shall be your grave. There's a dirty 20 hit. <laughs> dirty oh 20 god. does in fact hit. Oh my god. As this gigantic creature slithers left and right after you had tried to attack it and your axe had just pinged off of the scales and the heavy armor-like outer body. 
it seemed to have almost known where you were. And it does 17 points of damage as it scales grind up against your body, cutting into you. Halved to because of your raging. Eight, right? Or no? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> That's what didn't feel pretty. This is the thrill of the battle. And it goes to attack you again. Oh, this one might not have been a good idea. Does an 18 hit? Um, an 18 does hit. You take 10 more points of damage, five of them being lightning, Ooh. as its scales and body begins to pulse. As it rubs against you again, its body just going like a long train further and further down. It ha- its head hasn't even come back again to try to bite at you. It's so long. So just for mechanical purposes, you said it was so 10 three damage. Points, so three, three points of damage and then uh, five to your raging and then five points of lightning damage. So was that eight points total? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Okay, it's your turn, Bjorn. <laughs> Bjorn is going to take a deep breath. He hear he 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 thinks back to hearing "run" shouted. Why are we running? I have this under control. And he's gonna he's gonna like put his hand to his chest as he's saying that. Then he's gonna see the he's gonna look see the blood or at least feel the blood that's on his hand. Oh, I don't think I have this under control. He's gonna try to say that in a way where he hopes no one can hear him. And okay. The I'm only gonna... one who's close enough to hear you would be Gar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to try and silently... I don't think I have this under control. Fight. For survival and food. And Bjorn is going to disengage from this fight reluctantly and use his movement to run northeast. Absolutely. Uh, easy enough, it would be able to uh, have an attack of opportunity against you, but its head has not come back around yet to see or even sense that you are uh, trying to run. So you you make a beeline for the northeast direction. Okay. Gar, please roll a perception check. <laughs> this is, this is going to be the high 16. Roll. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> You absolutely heard Bjorn <laughs> say that he doesn't think he has this under control. Uh, I knew it. And then you heard the last thing, because you're unable to see him. The last thing you heard was just his padded footsteps as he pop, 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 took off running. <laughs> Should have listened earlier. Now he became a chicken nugget. <laughs> All right. I also had Northeast to follow the rest of the crew because I'm the only one with the way to contact the spirit. Absolutely. So you both take off running. Uh, You are running for a while, uh, unable to really take the time to (laughs) figure out if you're safe or not or being chased or followed. And one by one, as you're growing more and more out of breath, you look behind and you see that you've been left alone and... You've left a creature blinded in, in the fog uh, and made a safe getaway. Whew. God, grief. 
Why did you tell us to run? We had that under control. You clearly did I not. But you're did bleeding all over. Sure and I heard what you if it had brains? What? This? And he fashions to the uh, fresh centipede wounds <laughs> on his chest. Oh. These are just the scars of success. Oh, what? Do you not know damn bugs? Gone. Bugs have friends. You kill one more coma. You're crazy. Which means more, which means more oh. food for us. Pirate oh. princess, where did you learn how to do that? Listen. Okay, okay, and Bjorn is in in blind frustration. He's going to throw his great axe down as hard as he can. Listen for two seconds, okay? We are traveling for, at a minimum, two days. What are we going to need to survive for two days? Say it with me now. Food! So you find something that can be food, you kill it, and then you make food. What part of that aren't you understanding? I just want to let you know it I can make food out of anything. The part where, number one, I almost I... get killed. Number two, I want to express, I for one appreciate your enthusiasm. Food is important. But not the first thing you see. Use your head and I whack him in the back of the head. We're all well, new to this place. We've got to stick together or we're all going to die. Just run up, chop the first thing you see. If we well, were we going to die to something, then perhaps we were. Perhaps we should have been left in the timeline. Well, to we be were erased were anyway. I we you man. Wait, we man. Uh, just so, just because I see how you act. What is your name? So when we bury you, I'll know what to say. Bjorn is going to contemplate. And he's going to pick up his great axe. He's going to sheath it. He's going to look towards Angelica and not spit on her, but towards her. Bury me with your shit. And he's going to continue in the direction. Okay. Well, someone has a fooditude. Wow. Oh, my God. Angelica looks down at the spit, shakes her head, and just keeps on going. Ilsa's going to follow and just look around, honestly. I'm going to follow, too, but I'm going to keep, started. like, looking out, not just in awe or whatever, but, like, looking out for more threats and just muttering to my breath, I'm going to die out here. <laughs> I start tuning my loot. <laughs> so as you all start traveling again, even though Bjorn, you're you're leading the charge in an embarrassed sort of way, let's have Angelica roll to see what happens on this next leg of the Bjorn's journey. Too pissed to be thinking about anything that's happening. <laughs> Understandably so. I could have killed that thing. I rolled a ten. Okay. While traveling, you see all sorts of large plants and you're hearing all of the birds and you know you come from a very tropical place you know you're used to hearing all the sounds of gulls and uh, all the sounds of the ocean and all the birds as they fight and eat and th these are more more like you'd be trapped in the jungle not that you would be unfamiliar with that sound but it's just loud and lousy with the sound of birds and you go up to look and you get distracted. And a plant, it's very beautiful, and it's right in front of you. And as you get closer and closer to this plant, and you're looking around and you're getting distracted, it spits a cloud into your face. Just <laughs> Please roll a d20 to see what hallucinatory oh, effect oh, you are on high. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> An 11. Oh, no. <laughs> Sad boy, it's not bad. She <laughs> see. She sees her shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
broken and destroyed. <laughs> you are under the effect of a reality-bending distortion. The bounds between reality and fantasy begin to blur, allowing you to manifest minor changes in the surrounding through sheer belief. <laughs> through your own belief, things are starting to change it. into a more familiar she, way. She sees the ship. And for you, that is completely she real. The ship. <laughs> I'm home. I'm gonna start singing sea shanties because I'm home. I, what do we do with a drunken sailor? What do we do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? I can't believe I'm back. Is there a tree or anything by her by chance? Or is it just her and this plant? Well, she's walked away from the plant. She She's just singing and, and wandering around. She's starting to um, wander no, away hell. from the rest of you. The Way, hey, wait. Now we're over here. Ilsa's gonna go and approach Angelica. Absolutely. Angelica, what do you see as Ilsa approaches? My old shipmate, Edward. Edward Haynes. Okay. Angelica. Edward? You got taller, Edward. Um, Angelica. How'd you manage that? Um. Um, a lot of milk, and then she just tries to, like, persuade her, and then, like, takes her, like, wrist to just guide her back to the group. I, I think you have to come with us now, all right? And then she looks at the group. I'm gonna reach out and try to touch her. Did she not get burned? What, what was that? You, you didn't. I, I, back at the tavern, you know, I, uh a flame and you you kind of got a bit of a skipping you don't you don't you don't you look fine though now what happened um a, f- a fine sea doctor of course of course yes of course and then she looks at the group and and does like she's not okay she's not okay and she just guides her just, back to the group basically you're just gonna turn around and see this there are things he wants to say but he will not say them because he, you know, fuck it, he is gonna. Can we get to move on? Yes. What is she too busy fantasizing about that goddamn ship that doesn't exist? Oh lord, Edward. I know that we were friends, but you didn't have to hold my hand. I, I, I know how you feel. Of course, of course. Uh, I just, I just have to make sure you don't get lost. And she's also wanted to play into her fantasies because she just. Didn't want her to freak out if if something if she was just going crazy a little bit. Can we tell that she's out of it? Roll yeah, a roll. medicine check. Mm. Anybody who's oh. trying to figure out if Woo, she's okay or not. Die. Ooh. Oh no. Eight, Eight, Eleven. Seventeen. So everybody but Gar <laughs> <laughs> sees that her eyes, her pupils are dilated very far. And oh. even though she's looking around, she's not really able to keep her eyes from wandering and weaving around as she just is enjoying seeing random is whatever she sees. Oh. oh, hell. She, uh, well, Start playing music behind her as she starts singing sea shanties. Bjorn is going to approach Ilsa and Angelica and attempt to, at the very least, shove Ilsa out of the way to where he has a clear lane to, like, in front of Angelica. He's gonna rear his hand back and slap her as hard as he can. To try and snap her out of it. 
Can 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 Ilsa like not let him do that? <laughs> you can not let him do it. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? You're gonna let him do it? No, I'm not. I'm gonna protect her because <laughs> she's clearly like disorientated. Okay, so what are you gonna try to do to stop him? Well, Ilsa's gonna like pull out her dagger and like l- like m- like look down at him like you know this. That's supposed to be and a threat. You realize? Oh, it's a promise. Oh, okay. spooky. All fun and games right, to your kneecaps get cut out. Do you really right, want to buddy. test this? Ladies, ladies. Relax. Oh, do you we really want to test me? We almost died back there. We don't need to die again by our own hands. All right? Now, clearly there's something wrong. Listen. And then Ilsa puts the and knife I'm away. Exactly, and I'm trying to solve that. Edward, just... by hitting her. Edward, I've missed you. Do you have a better idea? Oh, She's calling no, you an Edward. It's not fine. That's fine. I... <laughs> I want to, if I'm close enough and just out of surprise, I want to try and smack Angelica as well. Like, get out of it. <laughs> Robert? What do I need to roll okay. for that? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting lost in the magic of it. That's all. <laughs> Edward, is that Robert? Um... Yes, that, that is Robert. Did we not hang him? He's a traitor. Oh, my God. Can anyone tell me what a Robert oh. is? It's for own good, lady. I, mean, I think she thinks that we are people from her crew. Oh, no, what do I roll? Right. Unarmed strike? So what do you roll? What? Oh, okay, roll to attack. You, you roll to attack. That's an eight strength modifier. Yeah, your strength modifier. Which, uh, it's plus two? Okay, so try to hit her, and does that hit? Angelica, does that land? What's your AC? 13. Ah, 13. So you go and you try to clap her, and it just doesn't really even seem to phase her. Like, you land it, but she just doesn't seem to even notice that well, any of that happens. strong something that's got her. Usually works for the fellers in the tavern. Absolutely. Too many. Absolutely useless. Robert. Here. I go up to her Robert, and her on. Words for you. <laughs> Robert, you're a cunt. If I could hang ye again, I would. Bjorn's gonna smack her. There you try. Mod ideals. Okay, roll to attack. That is a 19 on the die. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, does, so that hits. Uh, roll, or no, I guess you don't roll. Uh, what is your strength modifier? Uh, plus three. So you take four points of damage as you get clapped upside. Well, as. <laughs> Close as he he jumps up. Oh, <laughs> hits her shoulder instead. <laughs> he he, crawl, he yeah. crawls on John. Uh, here, teamwork. Get her. That's <laughs> 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 teamwork. So you you get clapped for four points of damage. Please make a constitution save against the DC of the effect you're under. Fourteen. Fourteen. You just make the DC as reality begins to swim in front of you. The waves uh, dissipate and the sounds come back and the reality of what you are under. You are not at home. You are not on your ship. You are not at sea. You are in the middle of a prehistoric jungle with a bunch of strangers who just decided to fight a giant bug for maybe dinner. You're not Edward. Oh, nope. 
Oh, did did someone hit me? Had to be done. Oh, would you look at that? And he's gonna and he's gonna stare daggers at Elsa. It would. <sighs> now, if we're done fucking around, he's gonna spit this time on Elsa, and continue to move toward in the uh, northeast. Was there something wrong with her? Can I dodge that? You spitting on her face or her shoe? I'm dodging. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, he's gonna spit on it. Well, <laughs> gonna spit a loogie on her shoe. <laughs> All right, I'm so uh, roll. I know you're gonna try to dodge. Well, hold on, uh, roll an attack. Lugi, attack. <laughs> use your dexterity your modifier. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> yeah, because it's range. <laughs> it's it is a range attack. So you want to the funny part about this? I just rolled a nat twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, uh, so bro. you try to dodge this Lugi. And it is thick. <laughs> it is mucusy. It is. He just scattershotted your beautiful shoe with dwarven, snotty, new to the jungle, so humid I can't breathe through my nose. Probably a little bit of blood in there too from the centipede. <laughs> from the- do you want? You want? Do you want to know what Ilsa's gonna do about that? I would love to know. Ilsa is scooping up the loogie. And tossing it at his face—that's what's going to happen. Well, Bjorn is now turned around. So, <laughs> well, are are you going to toss it at it. his face? Are going to slap him with it? I'm going to slap him go. with it. Actually, that sounds even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll an attack. For, 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 cool. for context, <laughs> this is this is this is great. <laughs> I'm rolling to hit. Right, I have to. What do yeah. I have to add with that? Yep. I forgot. So you be roll. You'd be adding a strength modifier okay. to it. And because you're an artificer, um, I believe you get to add your intelligence oh. modifier. Okay, instead of your good. Strength. Eleven. <laughs> yes. God damn. <laughs> so you go to slap him with it, and you miss his face, but you just shove it all right into his ear. <laughs> it doesn't do any damage, but it just you just wet willy him with an entire dwarven loogie. Good. From your palm. Bjorn is going. How do you think of that? Bjorn is going to stop. Bjorn is going to turn around. With these. He's going to get horny. <laughs> with a stone face expression. And slowly reach for his great axe. Don't play like you didn't like it. Uh, at right, this Angelica? point. He is now, he is now unsheathing the great axe. Like, oh. Okay, Angelica's <laughs> flustered right now. I have to get back to my ship. Oh my god! And she just bolts. She's going oh straight god, ahead. I'm like, okay, all right, enough. Everybody, and then relax, okay? I know, I know. This is a weird situation we're in. Okay, nobody wants to be here. At least of all with a bunch of, <sighs> pardon my profanity, fucking roundabouts getting into a whole bunch of shit in a place we don't know where we are. There's a time for grab ass, and there's a time for serious, and this is a time to get serious. You two, apologize to each other right now. I am not going to apologize. I'm just going to follow the pirate. <laughs> and then she follows Angelica. Kiss my ass. She. And Bjorn's going to reluctantly. <sighs> I look at John and ask, was there something wrong with the pirate princess or something? <laughs> Still utterly confused about what happened. Come on, I storm off after. Are we going the right way, by the way? We should be. He said the northeast, and we're running we got northeast, a compass, you know northeast, that? so. Off the top of your head? 
You got a compass? Whatever that is? Guys, we can follow the sky, you know, stars. It's like middle of the day, right? What time is it? <laughs> it it's getting closer to evening. You guys should be coming up to the swamp soon. So after that bit of confusion, uh, I would say that that would be a good spot for you guys to start wandering and not wandering, but heading off in the direction using uh, Gar's wonderful piece of advice of let's just, you know, use the sun to discern where we are. Um, you guys have been traveling in the correct direction for the day. Um, as it begins to get closer and closer to evening, though you haven't found an, anything to eat yet. Uh, it is getting close to time to settle down for the evening. The sun is going down. You're getting close to the swamp. You can start to hear the large frogs and insect sounds that come from the swampy environment. What do you guys decide to do? Do you want to push on in through the swamp and the bog, or do you want to rest here in dry land for your last bits? I think we should rest. Bjorn is... Bjorn is going to, he's not going to press on, but he is going to continue in search for what would be food specifically only for himself. Okay, roll a uh, nature check or a survival check. Survival, uh, survival okay. I think would be better. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, survival. gotcha. That dirty 20. A dirty 20. Um, You see ahead of you that there are some plants that... Uh, you think it might be edible, you know, a handful of mushrooms and some berries, things like that. But you also see something off in the distance, in the swamp, something watching you, something looking at you with yellow eyes in the darkness. And you hear a, just a low growl as it stares into your direction. Without breaking eye contact, Yorn is going to stare directly back at it and reach down and grab the plants and mushrooms. <laughs> Roll a perception check while you're staring back. Perception. 14. Ooh. 14. You would recognize this to being some sort of large cat-like creature. You would not have been able to tell what this is I, the closest thing that you would be able to think of uh, size wise would be just a bit bigger than a mountain lion. Bjorn is going to put the newly acquired mushrooms and plants and stuff them in between his uh, his shirt that is now fashioned as a belt to the best of his ability and he's going to slowly brandish the great axe Okay. And it's... Are you going to try to fight this thing? I think Bjorn, knowing he is injured, knowing he's still got a long way to travel, as much as he would like to, and I'm going to roll something to see if I figure out, see which one he does. Okay. Um, He is going to try and... Ah! And scare, try to scare it away. Okay. <laughs> Roll a intimidation I, 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 check. He, he stopped for a second and started rolling it. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus Christ! Roll an intimidation oh check. You're gonna die. Run one. Um, intimidation. That is a eighteen. Oh no, he's chuckling. <laughs> no, Jacob. 
You got to roll again, but I rolled a 17 ah! plus one. So oh, you got to roll again. Okay. I, gotta I rolled roll a again. 16 plus two. So. <laughs> and this is a stare down of the century. I did it again with an 18. So, giving it a dramatic pause. You stare at this large cat like creature and you slowly grab up the mushrooms and the berries and you put them in your your shirt like pocket this creature doesn't move it stares at you you think Your about not you think about being hurt. Contact. you think about can i handle this this place is new strange terrifying maybe those people are right maybe i'm taking on a little more than i should you know what and you, you jump and you try to scare it and it doesn't move it just keeps staring at you and in a final desperate moment you go <laughs> you scream at it <laughs> and it bolts in the opposite direction and takes off not knowing what to do with that <laughs> and he puts the great axe back shows him and Bjorn is going to attempt to look for more berries and mushrooms okay so roll a uh, survival check. That one was less good. I got all the good rolls out before. That's a nine. Uh, you think you found some more edible mushrooms and and berries? Probably enough to share a very small amount with other everybody else, and enough to give yourself food for the evening. <laughs> this is for them. He grabs it stuffs it in his other shirt pocket and goes to head back in the direction of the party. Okay. Uh, Is anything the rest of you are going to do? I'm going to go ahead and grab mm. Ilsa and go and try to find some food ourselves. You said there were frogs around? Yep. Madam, would you like to join me in finding some food for us? Fine. I might as well. I am quite parched. And then she follows Gar to wherever we were going. Need that aerial view. <laughs> Alright, roll a survival check. Alright. Um, I got a 22. Ooh. 21. Scoot. <laughs> Ooh. You come across what you would be used to seeing is like maybe some bullfrogs or something. You know, like that's the largest frog you've seen. You come across a frog that is as large as your head. Jesus. Not only one, but you find four of them. That's beautiful. Jesus Christ. I love frogs' legs. <laughs> I've, I've never had a frog leg before. You seem French. That's supposed to be a delicacy where you're from. Mm, well, I I did grow up in France, but I also, the rest of my life, I grew up in Scotland. Fair enough. I go to kill one the biggest frog out of the bunch. All right, roll an attack. Orn's not the um, one. I, got... <laughs> I think you should use vicious mockery and just insult the frog to death. <laughs> You know what? I actually used that. I got a big They're going to go ahead and insult the frog. Head head and little arms. Yeah. <laughs> Out here built like a sham wow towel. That's why one That's why one of your eyes is bigger than the other. Leap. Leapfrog ass boy. All right. Well, uh, does the frog need to make any saves? Oh, yeah. It's, it's thundering, thundering pretty good over here. Um, it would be oh, wisdom. Ah, there was a there was a loud one earlier. It it picked it up. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, it would be wisdom. Okay, so a nine does not hit. <laughs> All right, so roll your damage. 
also, he also hears him call him a leapfrog ass boy. And he's like, what does that mean? Four? Okay. So you start to string this insult. And what does your magic look like as it leaves your mouth to hurt this frog's feelings so much that you try to kill it? Just black kanji coming out of my mouth. I don't even speak Japanese. Just black figures and runes and glyphs coming right through its ear out the other end. Okay, so the frog looks around like you take it takes a moment and it looks left and then it looks right at the frogs next to it and it just goes and then it just stops. It just stops moving and it just <laughs> looks up at you in complete depression as it's given up on life. Oh my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't worry, you'll serve a better purpose later as my dinner. Oh, so sad. You just picked the frog up to take it back for dinner. Yep. <laughs> just gave up. He just, he just lifts and just puts it on his shoulder like a child. You're coming the with frog me. Frog just given up on life. <laughs> Insane. My god. <laughs> it just stopped. It didn't want to live anymore. It's a frog looking motherfucker. It can't do it. It's just, I just look. He's, he's not lying to me. I look like a frog, okay? You know, it's kind of weird that, that experience. I have the ability to talk things <laughs> into suicide. <laughs> just throw me in the pot. I don't want to look like a frog anymore. It's a frog that experienced cyberbullying for the first time. Wow. Okay, so you're able to take this frog uh, yeah, back. Is I guess there anything I'm you're doing, John? At the camp, I'm going to try and get a fire going, you know, find some rocks, make a little ring, uh, try and find some wood. For, if there's like a swamp with like sure. willow trees maybe there, chop some wood, get some reeds and stuff. And So three of the party members just kind of took off randomly into the into the night. Um, and you're like, well, we, we got to have a fire. We got to have a spot to sleep. What is going on? And you just... Uh, same thing that's been going head, on man. since I got here. These people are going to be the death of me. This is insane. What? Uh, that, it's like very... Like losing patience. And he tried to get the group to like have some cohesion earlier. And it just looks like that's not happening at this moment. So it's just like... <sighs> trying to like calm himself and think of the next step. As he goes forward, like, what am I going to do with this group of assholes, I swear to God? <laughs> okay. Uh, Angelica, what are you doing? Angelica has sat down against a tree, and she's just, like, looking at her hand, like, hmm, everything is back to normal, perhaps. You feeling all right there? Like that Futurama episode where it's like, my hands can touch anything but themselves. Whoa. Uh. Angelica just came. And listen, Angelica just came down. Like That was not opium. I'll say that. It was not opium. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah. John, you're getting the the fire going. Angelica's just enjoying that she has fingers. Um, <laughs> Gar and Ilsa and Bjorn they they come back with uh, different mixtures of food. Um, the the berries and mushrooms that Bjorn gives uh, to the rest of you, 
got this red and purple kind of mush look to them, and they're 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 harder. These berries are like hard berries. Actually, um, B- Bjorn's gonna mean to cut you off. Uh, but Bjorn's gonna take all of the berries out of his pocket because to him it's it's no difference. They're just berries. And he's gonna flick them all onto the ground, just like jumbling all of them up. I guarantee you some of these are bird berries and some of these are actual berries that you can eat. If none of you know what bird berries are, you're going to find out oh. if you eat them. <laughs> like, I forget the name. It's like a type of cherry. It's no good. But it's for birds. Oh, I know what that is. After after he, he, after he tosses them down, Bjorn's just going to pick up a random one, slump down, flick it in his mouth. Okay. Eat. Roll a percentile. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and and uh, Ilsa. Yes. Please tell me. Please, please tell me high or low, and depending on what she says and what you roll, will be if you found a bird berry or not. Whatever she says is what a bird berry is. I faith Ilsa's it's hands. It's going on. to be high. Fucked. I'm not fucked. It's. I rolled an I rolled an eighty nine. Oh shit! Okay. Nice. During your watch, you're gonna have a negative five. I'm fucked. As <laughs> you are dealing with the Hershey squirts. Oh buddy. Oh lord. <laughs> Bjorn, are you okay over there? Well, right now he is. Oh, he's he's fine. <laughs> right now. Do it. Do I do I do I feel the bubble guts? Do I feel <laughs> not not quite yet? You're just like I don't know. I'm eating some raw stuff, I guess. Eat. That's all he's gonna say as he picks up another one. <laughs> Good haul. Uh, can I investigate these? Yeah. No. Would you also like to investigate the one Bjorn currently has in his hand? <laughs> Somebody save me! <laughs> Before you eat that, uh, let me check these out. I'm an actual chef. Why? Well, they're just berries. I've been a survival chef before, and uh, not everything is meant for us to eat. Hey, have you not been on an island before? Half the stuff wants to eat you. Even the food. And you kill it. Did we not learn anything from earlier? Oh my god. Honestly. Uh, I got a You enjoy this fire? It's nice, huh? You're welcome. Anyone can do that. Even the tall one. Did you say a 22? Yep. Uh, easily for you, you're able to discern that bird berries are harder and smaller than others. Uh, like John said, uh, they're they're more of a cherry look to them, where uh, the berries that you're looking for, um, they're, they kind of look like a... Uh, like a raspberry, you know, just many little berries in a, in a small bunch. Oh, he made a fire. I want to use my unseen servant to pick apart the bird berries from the actual berries we can use. So what you guys would see, and don't forget to mark that spell as something you've used. Um, what you guys would see is all of those hard cherries start to get picked and just thrown and tossed into the fire one by one. Just doink, 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 doink. Nobody's doing it what because the? it's a spell called whoa, unseen whoa, servant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, the, what? What? What the fuck? That's so cool. It's a ghost. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You want to rip out the great axe? Just start swinging wildly. It's okay. Uh, roll the hit. Oh my god! Uh, at disadvantage. 
Oh, this disadvantage is gonna suck, isn't it? Oh my god. Ah, maybe not. Maybe not. Is a 14. If I remember right, your unseen servant has an AC of 10. So you just start randomly and wildly swinging, and for a moment, for just a moment, you feel it just slow down and then just keep going again. Hey, hey. As if you kind of hit something. As I do it, do I feel the, the like the pressure, the tension as it's slowing down? Yeah, as like it just, hit. it only has one hit point, so you literally just went, I got it. I got the ghost. Hey, hey, leave my servant alone. Sorry. He's doing his best. You what? You have a seven? You, you guys don't know how to make an invisible servant. No. You don't have. We don't have a what? The ghost just picked up our food and threw it in the fire. Uh, I thought we all had an the, invisible servant. Uh, why okay. would we? Uh, oh. Well, don't worry about him. He's friendly you as long as I in... want him to be. Oh, I I have something like that too. And then um, she's gonna pull out her little. She hopes that she pulls out the little robot guy that she has, and then she just shows it off. The, what? What is the, it called? You do in a world covered in prehistoric creatures, insects, plants. This is the first construct, the first piece of modern-ish technology. For some of you, it is beyond what you've ever seen before. And for some of you, it is something old and Duh. cute. Hey, who's this? So it's look at the treasure chest. So it's look at so the craftsmanship. It's, um, it's so it's tiny. It looks like a bronze for the Star Wars fans, like an R two D two kind of ordeal. But it's like tiny. It's like this tall. It's like for the people listening, it's like three to four inches tall. You brought a little drinker toy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, uh, um, all I have to. That's a bunch of. Is that just? Metal? Yes. I haven't seen I... craftsmanship like that, I think, ever. I've only I read built... about it. Yeah, I built it myself in my room, and yeah, he just he just kind of gets me. I just tell it what to do, and it does it for me, basically. like Kind of like your invisible servant kind of thing. And then she puts huh. it back in her pocket. Wait, what? so that's alive? No, it's it's charged. It's Char- charged, charged, actually. So it's a the visible servant. What does that mean? It, Oh, oh, yes, of course. We're in different timelines and all that um, rubbish. Um, yeah, so so you don't know what a battery is, so um, so you know how wood, you know words. how wood, you know, clashes together and make fire. You know that spark that happens. That's kind of how, like, power works. Yeah, the, yeah, the thing that everybody can do that apparently he thinks is a big yeah, deal. Yeah, so with with charging something like like my little thing, we take a crystal and put it inside, and then it turns on. It's kind of like that, but you know, it's so, just the same concept. So just, just, so just so I'm clear, you put a rock in metal, and it makes the metal move. Kind of. Seems like a lot of work for such kind a of. tiny thing. I guess so. Oh, yeah. that's enough for me. And Bjorn's gonna pop another. Uh, uh, he's gonna pop another berry in his mouth and just Ugh. lay down. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna cook that frog or what? Angelica's gonna put her hat over I... her face. This is too much. Yep, let me handle that. I go to put on a full-out flare performance while I'm cooking. 
All right, Bobby Flay starts just cooking in front of you guys. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are really going to like this one. Yorn kind of like looks over his shoulder. Okay. Uh, a delicious, albeit gamey, uh, bit of frog and berry and mushroom dinner <laughs> is had. With a hint of depression. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this frog's really you tender. Can, you can really what taste you, the, what the you use on it. It bri- it bri- in the frog. Brings out brings out the fl- brings out the flavor of the mushrooms. I talked it into suicide, so you know it does help. I don't know how I feel about that. Why didn't you just? So oh, I don't I don't know. And Bjorn just kind of fashions like. Well, you see, that would ruin the meat. You can't just go around cutting it willy nilly. You need to have precision. Yeah, precision to make sure it's dead, so you're not eating live animal. It's better when it's alive. Trust me. Excuse me. Just take a bite. I go and hand him a plate. Aye, he has uh, a point. Admittedly taken aback by that statement, Bjorn's gonna, gonna take a bite. And it's, this is why he bites everybody from now on. <laughs> this is where it starts. <laughs> this, is where... this is the arc. <laughs> the biting This is arc. where it starts. You're right. It is better when it's alive. See? He's gonna dig in. Reluctantly. He's, 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 he's gonna say you're right and then like realize that he complimented somebody. Is gonna like flinch a little bit and then just go back to stuff in his face. The depression <laughs> from the frog sets in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the depression of the oh, frog man. mixed with the anger of the door. <laughs> All right, so you guys have a, a delicious meal. Can you please uh, give me an order for who's gonna be on watch for tonight? Yeah, I'll take first watch. I'll, I'll take bird then. Bjorn will be last. Okay. And Angelica gets to dream about her fingers all night long. <laughs> they were webbed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John, make a perception check for me. You got it. Help, help, help. Perception. Ooh, 18. 18. Your night goes unimpeded. It is a long quiet watch you're surrounded by new people they are a little rowdy uh not really meshing well together uh maybe with your guidance maybe you can try to pull something together um it's been a weird day though you were just pulled out of nowhere and then just told you have to do this it's been a long watch long day Mm mm-hmm Long tomorrow. Get some answers, hopefully. Okay. The next up would be Gar. Hey, buddy. Yeah, let me take over for you. It looks like you might need a little nap. You know, you've kind of kept calm the whole time, and I know this isn't a situation to stay calm in. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Uh, quiet so far. Frog, delicious, by the way. Thank you. A little recipe I picked up every here and there. A little weird that... It was depressed that you could like taste it, which was very strange, but like, I'm not, I'm not, not going to try it. You know, it, I understand. It's been a big day for you. Go get some rest. Has it not been weird for you? Oh, it has. But I, at this point, I'm just floating. I'm just going to accept that things are as crazy as can be. And we're just going to have to go with it. Well, I'll say this. I can, I admire your can do attitude. Uh, have a safe watch. Thank you. And then John just trottles on off does the hat thing with his hat okay so you tip your hat at him 
Gar, please roll a perception check. Your stomach starts gurgling in the night. <laughs> Definitely. I got a nat 20. <laughs> Ooh. A nat 20. <laughs> so you hear all of Bjorn's stomach gurgles. And he hears it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you hear stomach gurgles, and they sound strangely like... <laughs> to another depressed frog. No, no. <laughs> that's not from something I... <laughs> oh, my God. Your night goes just fine. Uh, you're, you're holding it together, and you're trying to... It seems be, to me an emotional rock for everybody trying to be a little bit supportive of everybody around you. Is that something that you've normally done? No, but I'm so freaked out. I can't have everyone know, you know, it's going to hurt me as a man. If everyone knows that I'm freaking out more than they are. I, I, I have no idea what's going on back here. We have, we are, I don't even know what time period we're in. If we're in pre, my, pre I don't even know where we are. What are we doing? How did we get here? The last thing I remember was being handed to loot. And then I ended up here with all these random people, things, and now we're eating dinner together. Okay. Next on watch would be Ilsa. Did you enjoy your meal? Mm, she kind of had a little, like, meditation moment, and she nodded. She stands up and brushes her skirt that's sort of dirty and kind of ripped from being in the jungle for a bit long. And I nod, and I'm like, yes. I did enjoy that very much. I'm very surprised that I've never tried frog legs before. They were very delightful. I appreciate it. That's what I like to hear. It's been a pretty clear and easy night tonight. Hopefully everything goes well. And if worse comes to worse, just scream and one of us will come by. All right. All right. Whatever. And then she goes, walks past him and sits down watching outside or like around or something. I just go lay down, just face up to the sky. Okay. Throw the math rocks. The math? The what? The math rock? <laughs> Mathematical. I think that's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> the clicky clackies. The dice. Roll a perception. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I just... I, I, my brain wasn't braining. I'm sorry. Roll. I got a, I got, okay. I got a nine. Roll, roll the fate makers. You got a nine. Yeah. During your watch, you're hearing... Every once in a while, they get louder. (laughs) And you swear for a moment, but only for a moment, and only once, you see a pair of yellow eyes watching you from the darkness. What the hell is that? And then then Yilsa just stares at it and not showing any emotion to her face and she's tilting her head a bit her her eyes just twitching a little bit just trying to figure out what it is at a safe distance I love how everybody's initial reaction is just stare stare don't go there all of it avoid (laughs) nat 20 (laughs) let's go baby 24 does your eyes adjust As your eyes adjust to the darkness. I got night dark vision too. You see you see the full length body of a tiger as it watches and then sprints off further than you can see away from you. Bloody hell was that eh? And she is completely in shock at this moment of time in space. And 
Her hands are almost shaking because she's only seen tigers in books and maybe zoos, but she never expect to see one up close. I'm assuming it's like a prehistoric tiger too, with like the big talons and stuff like that. Also, so that's very so oh, it's yeah. very different Ooh. to the normal tiger that she has. Seen, definitely, it's the right. Ice Age tiger. And then she's she's just distraught. She's she's like she's saying to herself. One minute, I'm trying to look for a stupid necklace. And she stares down at her um, choker, which is a nightshade, which is her family's crest. And another second, I'm here. A prehistoric time. And I'm sick of it. And she's monologuing and talking to herself because that's just how she deals with things, basically. Absolutely. Next up will be Bjorn. So Ilsa is going to wake up Bjorn by tapping him on the shoulder Bjorn. Bjorn does not he does not get up but you can clearly see him like holding it like moving his arms so you know he's awake he's holding his stomach and you just hear wake up you little man please for the love of god I need to tell you what I freaking saw out there and I will heal your wounds if you just wake the hell up couldn't be any more important than what Ever the hell I ate. Do you know what a tiger is? The the furry ones, right? Short hair, the the, the, the the scratching. Yeah, the, the big cats. It is, yeah, the scratching and the clawing yes. and the roaring and, and the and the stripes. Yes, yes, but but this cat is different, obviously. Well, you wouldn't know. I don't know if if your um time had I don't know the word for it. Digging up fossils, stuff like that. That is a different type of tiger that should have been instinct no, I almost took that as an insult what does that mean to me like i'm foolish just describe what you saw a tiger with bigger talons bigger hands am i supposed to be afraid well i'm horrified so just good oh luck and Lord. take my place damn oh lord somebody can't handle the nature around them as he says his stomach's gonna and gurgle again oh says the man who almost died over a giant bug and then ilsa stubbornly casts cure wounds on him because we all know that man is on a string (laughs) that is an 11 bjorn's gonna feel his stomach gurgles do the stomach gurgles go away um, you are healed from some damage that <laughs> happened to you today, but this is, uh, this is an different. illness. This is an illness. <laughs> okay. So as the blood stops trickling from the wounds across his chest and they start to close and mend themselves, Bjorn's not going to say anything. He's going to look at Ilsa with what can only be discerned as a different expression going from anger to contention. He's going to give her a nod. And then immediately is going to try and find a bush because this is not holding. He can. It, this is this is coming out. Okay. Uh, roll a perception check. The negative five. So whatever I roll for perception, just take away five from it. Um. Yes. So do you still want me to take five away from a wonder? Okay. So that's a you leave the bushes and one. come back, and the tiger is eating everybody. Er- no. <laughs> <laughs> so so hold on it wouldn't be a negative okay four. well they're it'd just mauled negative gently. it'd be a um, negative three i have a gently yeah they're, they're, he's just gently patting their heads and just he's, he's giving he's giving them you, head scratches 
spend your evening or early morning fertilizing the bushes. Shitting my brain. Through. As <laughs> everything that you've eaten from an entirely different timeline comes rushing out of you. Oh my god. And by the time you finally feel like you can stand up without being overwhelmed by stomach cramps. Note to self, don't eat anything else he makes. You come back to the the fire, to the rest of everybody. And the fire is long since burned down to embers. And you see in your spot that you were sleeping, a tiger laying down and ripping through your pack as it's trying to find something to eat. Are there any berries or frog remaining from the from, from dinner? No, there wasn't very much to go around. Fuck, okay. Oh, you little shit! What did I do last time? Ah! He's gonna yell at it again and try to <laughs> motion his hands <laughs> to try and get it to go away again. Uh, All of you got a long rest. I want to tell you that before we decide what happens here. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, if if the dice gods uh, don't love you, <laughs> that's important information. Listen, I we got the bad roll out of the way, okay? So everything past here is... Everything past here should be good. Everything past here should be great. I'm assuming I'm rolling intimidation again. Yeah. And for the third time in a row, I got an 18. <laughs> Okay, so you need to roll initiative with this thing. <laughs> what did and you I, roll? And everybody else is asleep. <laughs> what did you oh roll? Oh my god. <laughs> I need to know what you rolled. Am I, am I privy to that information? I rolled a 19 plus one. Oh, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Which is hilarious for a number of reasons because I just rolled a 19 plus one for initiative. Okay, well, you go first. And then everybody else, you're going to roll initiative um, for the next round. Because I'm pretty sure you're going to get woken up by whatever's going to about to happen. Okay, so... So, so for the Bjorn's, first round, it's just going to be you and the tiger, Bjorn. Gotcha. So Bjorn's going to, you know, do, we, do what worked last time. He's going to scream at it, start waving his arms, just try and be as obnoxious as possible. And the moment he realizes it's not moving... He looks down, sees it ripping through his stuff. Probably nothing much being salvageable. (sighs) I knew I should have killed you when I had the chance. No, silly Bjorn, you think you can't handle everything. And as this is happening, the little uh, light blue will-o'-wisps are going to start to kick up again as he's going through this tirade again. Um, For those of you watching, that is another rage of time. Um... And, oh no, you thought you couldn't, you you didn't want to handle everything. You just wanted, you just wanted to be peaceful for once. You know better. You are a member of the Ice Fury clan of the Jorgensen name. You should do what is right and what what is your birthright and what is in your blood. Rips out the great, the great axe, makes a big swing towards it. Okay, so roll an attack. Where was that earlier? Where was that? that that's a nat 20. I, okay, <laughs> that connects. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take it. Okay. But where was that? Before I was ripping my shit to pieces. 
That's 29 points of damage. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> That's why I said it might explode here. <laughs> so just one shots this you fucking tiger. Take your axe and you sink it deep into the shoulder and ribs of this tiger as it just screams back at you. And Bjorn is going to scream back. The will-o'-wisp, will-o'-wisp starting to circle around. Move from from circling around him to circling around this tiger. Okay. Um, does a twenty-one hit? A twenty-one will hit. Yes. Okay. So take eight points of damage, reduced to four, as it bites into you. Yeah. In retaliation, Bjorn is going to scream back at it. And for those of you guys watching at home, I activated—I forgot the name—ancestral guardian. Does a 16 hit? 16 also hits. So you take seven more points of damage, reduced to four, as it claws into you, desperately trying to take you down. Everybody else, roll initiative and tell me what you got. Yeah, I got a 12. 14. 13. I'm, I, I'm scared that Angelica rolled like a seven. I got a nine. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't that far off. Okay. Top of the round, Bjorn. Yeah, Bjorn's just going to yell at it as it's roaring and clawing and scratching into him. He's going to yell back at it, dislodge his great axe from I from its side, we'll say. And then he's going to take some fantastic advice he heard down the grapevine um, in a multiverse that is not canon to this universe and aim for the head. <laughs> and he sure as shit might hit. That's a 19 on the die for a total of 22. That hits. Or tw- yeah, yeah. For 14 points of damage. I'm doing really well on these fucking damage rolls. Can't wait for that to bite me in the ass later. Okay. As Bjorn just tries and swings and aims for its neck. So you stab it with your axe. You slash right into its shoulder and its ribs. It retaliates by clamping its jaws into you and wrapping its claws around you and starts clawing into your back, raking your flesh. You break free from this improvised cat grapple and you sink your axe deep into its neck and it sinks deep. It goes past the windpipe into the spine as the head doesn't come clean off, but lolls to the side, barely attached by the skin. The rest of the party, you wake up hearing this as Jorgensen is covered in steaming blood from this cool morning. He just got done shitting his brains out. Now he's covered in blood. (laughs) There is tiger everywhere. And you are just watching him breathing, panting, steam, anger, fury, whiffs flowing around him. And the first thing you see is this as you wake up from this cacophony of noise. (sighs) (sighs) What the hell? We man. Ho. You good? Hey, it looks like you're shitting on your wee man. And with, without thinking, Bjorn is going to attempt to, as he hears the, the wee man, throw his great axe past. He's aiming for 
past Angelica. We'll see if it gets past her. Uh, roll an attack. Do I still add strength? Yes. <laughs> Do I still add strength to this? Okay. Um, Angelica, Actually, you're going to add your dexterity modifier because you're ranged. Because I'm ranging? Okay. And I think that's funny. Yeah. Angelica, I apologize if this hits. Does a 12 hit you? No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the axe <laughs> goes right past Angelica landing in the dirt next to you. You might want to work on your aim, tiny man. He's gonna look towards I told you there was a tiger. And I told you I'd fucking kill it. Bravo. And of course, breakfast finds the prey. Bjorn, good morning to you too. Bjorn's gonna grab the tiger. I have one hand on the body, one hand on the lulling head. Just rip it right off and toss the body to where the fire was as he goes to retrieve his axe. There's breakfast. You, You can't argue with the results. No. <laughs> I'll get started on yeah, chopping it up. Just have to like shove him to get the fire like set back to normal. <laughs> so you guys have breakfast. Uh, you spend some time trying to get yourselves cleaned up. Uh, those of you who need it, <laughs> all, all one of us. Yeah, you smell that? Uh, don't. Can don't, I give him the pelt? Don't, don't worry about that. As Bjorn dislodges his as a great axe from the. From the ground, he looks towards Angelica with a look of not, a, not like an apologetic look, but just gives her a glare, like a like a stare that basically to him signifies, my bad. Okay, and I think that that's a really good spot to leave it at for a very first session. I'd Woo! like to. Good job, you guys. Good job. Yeah, well, you're all alive. You made it. You survived, you got breakfast, maybe some dinner for tomorrow, and maybe a pelt. For the most part. Yorn didn't bite anybody. Oh, I'm packing some tiger steaks. Okay, so I'd like to just say that that was a lot of fun. And as our curtain falls on yet another chapter of the Adventures Alcove, we extend our gratitude for being part of this grand odyssey. Remember, the dice never stop rolling and the mystery never ends. Do you crave more? Our alcove doors are always open at www.adventuresalcove.com. You can also follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and every other platform we're available on. All with the same name, Adventures Alcove. Until next time, keep those dice handy and your spirits high. Adventure awaits. <laughs>